0: let's go <laughs> hopefully harry's feeling
1: well i'll ah, be we good i'll be good i'll be good i'm strong yeah. i'm strong i I'm, i try to be strong let's <laughs> go bro. uh welcome back to infused influence uh i'm your host as always harry yeah uh, Here, are my co host and as we always do let's I go i let my co-host introduce let's it Granted, go. The episode when Gary Payne came, I really want to do it, yeah. but that's okay. That's okay. It's all next yours. time.
0: He said he was flying us out. So hey, listen,
1: I'll, I'll have my uh, yeah. you know my whatever you do in California. I don't know what we do in California. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, so.
0: we'll figure it out. Besides I mean, cannabis. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, man. But yeah, uh, our guest today is somewhat familiar with, uh, you know, the the game that we we run and what we're doing here in the cannabis space. Yep. So this dude, you know, near and dear just because he's around the same hometown as me. That's right. And then uh, he's a family man doing this business with, uh, you know, running his cultivation, medical, retail, recreational spot with his family. So I think that's really cool. And um, yeah, so without further ado, we have... Um, Mr. Rob Patton with us. Give man, a applause, 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 oh, what's guys. up, Too bro? Kind. Dude, right. and we were just chopping it up, talking about sports, man, with the homies, you know. So it always makes sense when someone's like with it, you know.
2: Yeah, no, it was either Kofi. I think it was Davidson said I look like Josh Allen. So yeah. I'm, taking, I'm taking that with
1: me. <laughs> listen, listen, man. From now on, when I see you, it's straight Josh. Yeah, That's fine. Totally. <laughs> Wait,
2: funny. what's your middle name, bro? Uh, my middle name, real middle name, uh, yeah, what Rosario. It is? what yeah that's why I'm, I'm half italian yeah okay, really yeah italian oh, and what irish uh the other half's like a mix of you know scottish swedish what generally white
0: yeah <laughs> no i feel you man that's what's up well maybe you can you can enlighten us and fill us in a bit i mean i know a little bit of the story for, for visiting sure. you guys but you know you have this nice um display of general patent so yeah. hit us with that story and green meadow story please. yeah
2: absolutely so um Yeah, no, I I can't tell the the Green Meadows cannabis story without telling the original story, right? So um, my great-grandfather was General Patton, World War II fame. Um, So in between the two wars, 1929, he bought a big plot of land in North Shore of Massachusetts in Hamilton. Uh, They called it Green Meadows, and the idea was that, you know, after his military service, he was gonna retire there, ride horses, chill with his family, Um, never got to happen. Uh, He died in 45, end of the war. Uh, My grandfather inherited it. He himself was a two-star general in the military, did three tours in Vietnam, tour in Korea. When he retired in 1981, he came home and uh, decided he was going to get into organic cultivation. So he started growing strawberries, blueberries, livestock, had a farm stand on the side of the road, and uh, didn't know... Anything about farming? Just jumped right into it and was like, you know, I want to do this. Hmm. I'm passionate about, you know, the environment and want to give back. And he named fields that he grew in um, after soldiers that had died under his command in Vietnam. So it was, you know, military and, and and the veteran community was always near and dear to, you know, my whole family, going back generations now. So he carried that through. Um, so he passed in 04 and uh, you know, family carried a farm around for a while. Then Massachusetts voted to legalize. And we literally sat around the kitchen table in like 2017 and was like, what are we gonna do with this land? You know, we're not living up here managing this farm uh and the idea of cannabis came up and the, f- the famous story my grandma sitting at the table her first response was over my dead body uh-huh. and she's still alive <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> which okay. is
0: great consuming edibles too. yes yeah shout out to grandma <laughs> is, is she happy now
2: bro? she's <laughs> super happy yeah no, we came at it with a mission of first and foremost we knew we wanted to do medical from the start and mainly because veterans is always near and dear to us um i'm not a veteran myself Neither are my brothers and my dad that were in the company. We don't want to, you know, misconstrue that, but it's always been a part of our life and what we've been about, right? And Mm -hmm. so... That was the mission was, let's do something medical, but to do medical in Mass, you know, you gotta be vertically integrated. So we knew we had to do a grow. We were gonna do a manufacturing lab, had the dispensary. Um, so it didn't work out in the town up there, had some local opposition and we just-
0: What town was it? Hamilton, Mass. Hamilton, guy. Yeah. Uh,
2: so still there, there's the Patton estate is still there. You can go mm. visit, take a tour, see where like I went and visited grandma and grandpa. It's now like a museum, it's crazy. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, and um, so yeah, now uh, we, we came to Southbridge, Mass, about 25 minutes south of here. Uh, and the town was just so welcoming, like open arms, right? They, they wanted cannabis in, right? Tax revenues, jobs, just a, a, big, a growing business that they could be proud of. So we're in an old mill building down there. Um, you've been there a couple times now. Uh, it's the original Ames department store, actually. It's this massive 35,000 square foot building. Ames. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so opened the dispensary uh, about a year ago, February 28th last year. Started recreational only. Um, got our manufacturing license. Got our cultivation license. Launched medical sales January 3rd of this year. Mm. Uh, and so that was kind of the completion of that original family mission. Mm. So now you got you know myself as co-founder and CMO. Uh, my brother Chris Zawaki, uh, different last name, is a half brother. Yeah. Uh, he's the CEO. Uh, my dad Bob Patton is the chairman of the board now. Um, so it's truly a family company, and um, you know we we try to run it that way. We want people to feel welcome and warm when they come in, whether they're working there, whether they're a guest at our dispensary uh and i think we've done a pretty good job of that i got a
1: quick question sure Um, so with doing business with your family who decides because i know like a lot of other people want to do dispensaries and do these things and they always pick their friends but sometimes you got to pick the right people who can do the right stuff yeah Mm. how did you come to a decision on who does what to make the business be as
2: strong as it could be for sure so um, luckily, I think we didn't just say, all right, we're starting this business and we're gonna put ourselves in there because we started the business, right? My background, our family's background has been in entrepreneurial businesses in different industries, right? So I've been in digital marketing and ad tech for you know, over a dozen years now. Um, you know, my brother ran a small business. Another brother who's a part of the business had five startup companies, right? Two were so-so, two were you know home runs and one was a total disaster, right? Okay. So we learned a lot <laughs> through that kind of spirit. Um, so it just kind of naturally fell into place that you know, I would step into a marketing role. My brother being like an operational chops guy was gonna be COO originally and now CEO. Um, so um, that's kind of just how it was put together. Uh, the family still makes up the board, if you will. Um, you know, we meet every quarter, we're making those kind of business decisions together, but um, there's definitely an understanding of kind of who owns what and operates what. Um, so yeah, but again, like the thing that we knew going into this was that we knew how to build a business from the ground up. We had done mm-hmm. that before in different industries. We didn't know cannabis, right? So mm-hmm. our first thing was let's hire people that can be experts in this space or are experts in this space that can help lead us forward, uh, and bring them into the family and, and, help make them part of this mission. Um, so we did, and, and, you know, and you've met a lot of these guys, we got folks from the early days of Netta, GTI and rise, um, cultivate. Uh, Nature's remedy. So all folks that have been around back when those companies were more independent, kind of getting started out, and they were driving that business forward, mm. we came about and and you know independent, family owned. We want you know we have got a long-term plan for success in Massachusetts and beyond, and and I think they saw some value in that and, and some success there. So mm. luckily and and happy to say, like folks that have joined since day one a year ago, you know we've had almost no churn. Right, people are committed and want to be a part of the growing business, and and we're fired up to have the team that we have who who was one of the first outside of the family
0: grower grower was the first outside yeah. of the
2: family yeah we hired a grower who had been um dude from north carolina what's that the dude from north carolina no he, he was newer actually he came in yeah. a couple months ago so that's our, our vp of cultivation now his name's mm. josh turner mm, smart dude. Uh, yes real smart dude yeah. uh deep alabama accent. you yeah. <laughs> can't miss him around the facility <laughs> Uh, but he's been—he's forty years old now. Sorry, Josh, if you're hearing this. <laughs> forty okay. years young, you know. Yeah, forty years yeah, yeah. young. Exactly. Forty years. Thank you. We all getting yeah. closer yeah. to that, so. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, but he started a genetics company twenty years ago uh, called Yellow Hammer Genetics, and he still runs that on the side. And he's got a you know pretty detailed genetics company and a big background in multi-state operating with growing <sighs> cannabis, growing hemp, mm-hmm. um, selling all kinds of products, and and managing multi-state grows. So. Um, the one thing that he hadn't been able to do commercially at any of those was grow organically, and that's his passion. So, you know, we kind of introduced ourselves and, and at the right time, and he joined about four months ago now, uh, so he's running the grow in the back of the house. He also oversees the manufacturing lab. Uh, he's got those chops too, we're happy to say, and, and lucky to have it. Um, so that, that was the, you know, the grower's key, of course. Mm. But then, you know, our chief of staff was, uh, you know, early days at GTI. Our head of compliance was at Netta, uh, head of packaging at Cultivate, you know. So, like, all these folks that have been in key integral positions at other businesses, um, you know, we were able to put together kind of a, a rock star team.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so... Obviously, you're doing everything, and you said you were a little bit new to cannabis, so you got the right people. Yep. What's your personal relationship with cannabis? Are you an avid user? Do you edibles? Yeah. You know?
2: So, uh, (laughs) yeah, avid user, I would say... um, now that you think it's like when you go to the doctor, they ask you how many drinks a week you have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess I use daily uh, would be my answer there. Um, lean heavily flour. Did it start like that, or no? That, when not you at run all. the
1: business, it became
2: no. Well, no, not even that. It was, so college is when I started. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, I wasn't really big into it in high school. Uh, you know, sports and that Kind of stuff, Same so, like everybody else, yeah, right? So, <laughs> the gym's uh, gone. yeah, no, my the first time I, I ever smoked was my college girlfriend went to her friend's dorm and they were like, Let's hot box the shower. And I was like, Sure, whatever that is, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a great, yeah, actually, we, you know, two girls, I'm you know, gonna I the respect
1: the, the listeners. Absolutely. So I will not speak yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna go into
2: detail on that, but that was my first experience with it, and I was just kind of like overwhelmed by no. the whole thing, okay. Uh, and so you know, then in college, got more and more into it, uh, and then after college, stayed into it, and then this came about, and it kind of just naturally went into that more. Now, mm. I've been thinking to myself, you know, all those kind of product categories that I'm not into right now or haven't really had experience with, concentrates and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, you know, want to slash have to, right? I, if I'm going to speak the language of it, if I'm going to represent the business and the family the way I want to, then I got to know that, so mm. um, I probably got to get into that a little bit. Mm. Let me give you a round of applause,
0: because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I'm a bit. I'll tell you
1: why, I'm extremely Big advocate on if you're going to sell something, you gotta know, you need to know <laughs> what it does. Yeah, you cannot sell something and not use it because you don't know what's going to do to other people. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, Kanye West said this I wouldn't trust a bartender that doesn't drink. Like, how you know how the ratio that gets you drunk, you don't drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah. you know oh, so I'm you're
0: saying? saying you have to be a cannabis consumer. I, uh,
1: you have to have some type, like when Gary yeah. Payton came to, on the episode, right? He talked about, and you guys will hear, I mean, you probably hear it before you hear this one, but he talked a little bit about how. The situation that happened with his mother was the reason why. Right, right. So I respected that. Like, right. you want to find something that would help your mother. Right. But I don't want anyone, hey, I'm going to get come to this business cause to, make, to make a lot of money. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's better to have a love for it. Like, I don't want watch a basketball player that doesn't love basketball. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. No,
2: you're, 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 you're dead on, right? Yeah. Like, and, and what am I going to, you know? talk about dabbing and concentrate and not know even just how to do it. Right. Like, I don't want to sound, you know, disingenuous to those that I'm talking to about my brand and my product and all that. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to commit to it and yeah, do it Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying you got to do it, it every day, but... You know
0: enough. you got to you know, know enough. You yeah. know but enough. you also, you probably know people in the in the industry, of the space that don't consume.
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, consume. I mean, yeah, no, I mean... It's, <laughs> I mean, at, I act stay act away from those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I mean, there are people at Green Meadows that, that you know, aren't heavy users, at least. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I will say that's the thing. Now that we're medical, you know, there's been a lot more, the last month even, just seeing patients come in for all different reasons. Right. right. So not just just a, Hey, I can't sleep. Can I get a Betty's Eddie's or Hey, I can't sleep. I need a, that's an indica. Right. Like, you know, it, it's been much more kind of nuanced challenges and, and ailments that they've represented that I've heard about. And it's, um, it's opening, right. To see what things people are using cannabis for. And it does, I mean, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it, it makes you feel good yeah. that you've, we've done this. We've started this mission and now we can offer that, right. Mm. And give people some kind of relief for whatever there is ailing them. It's, it's incredible.
1: Yeah. 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 Very interesting, um, so you did talk about some of the reasons why people come in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit about it? Just because a listener might have some of these issues. For sure. Maybe cannabis and medical cannabis might mm-hmm. help you. And yeah. recreational. Don't, don't get into it. Twisted. <laughs> yeah. No, I,
2: well, so look, people buy recreational for medical reasons. A hundred percent. Self-diagnosed stuff yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Uh, number one is sleep, right? Just I can't sleep. I need something to knock me out, keep me asleep. I just want something easy to doze off into, right? That's, that's probably number one. Um, there's a decent amount of physical pain right Mm -hmm. so knuckles Mm -hmm. joint pain that kind of stuff And, and on that you know we try to start easy like here's a topical try that like ease into it if you're not familiar uh, many people don't even know that there's topicals and tinctures and mm-hmm. things that they can use that isn't a joint or a blunt, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the big two. Um, I think what really kind of was more enlightening for me was the mental side of it, right? Mm-hmm. So physical pain right. is one thing, physical ailments one thing, but mental well-being, mental health and wellness, mm-hmm. um, anxiety, PTSD, mm-hmm. um, those are big, especially in the veteran community, right? You got a lot of people who are getting out of the service, they've gone through God knows what, um, they need something. And... If they go to the doctor, they're getting a prescription for opioids. That's not exactly what they want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have gone down that road and thankfully come back off of it, you know? So they're incredibly addictive and, and just what, for what they can do for you, there's a lot of harm they can do to you too. So if cannabis can be a proper alternative for that, you know, that's, that's what we want to do. Um, I think it's next week is um, World Cancer Day. Yeah. And uh, we're doing a little j- promo on, on social media. There's four people at Green Meadows that have been directly impacted by cancer. And um, we're not highlighting who they are, you know, yeah, their yeah, yeah. identities, Un- but anonymously so. we're giving them um, a little bit of a platform to talk about their experience with cannabis and how they used it through cancer, through chemo, through radiation whatever mm-hmm. um, and it, just to be able to help tell that story it, its you know it, it makes you feel good and, and allows you to maybe hopefully educate someone else that's going through something similar. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about, um, I mean that's a good question on like who shops with you guys for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean you talked about kind of like the audience especially given the background of yep. your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like the most and where we kind of intertwined is we both have many- Manufacturing license, right? Yep. And from visiting your facility, I know you guys were just getting there, but like, what kind of products are you guys going to produce for that specific target audience? Like, where do you guys see yourself?
2: So, uh, in our area, right, I think the, the stat that I saw is like the fastest growing cannabis consumer audience is women 45 plus, right? Mm-hmm. And you see that at Green Meadows. <laughs> like, it, it totally <laughs> happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we do see a lot of veterans or people associated with the veteran community. Mm-hmm. People drive from all over just to. See the patent stuff and i get called down to the floor at least once a week to say hey can you say hello to this person and so i do that i wear my army hat to you know give me some cred there um so the the products that we're making in the lab right now mostly solventless stuff actually all solventless stuff right now so bubble hash was the first item to come out um and that was you know i think when you make a product like that um it's reminiscent of maybe what an older population had in the past. Maybe they made some, like, you know, some finger hash or something like that, Mm -hmm. that they did themselves with their own grown stuff. Mm. Um, So now that there's, like, high-quality highly regulated test lab tested stuff that they can try and actually get a really good experience from it. Um, we've seen really good sales of that bubble hash. Uh, and actually we sold it as true 34 let's as you go. know. Yeah, yeah
0: let's go. Uh, So
2: alongside your pre-rolls uh, yeah. we, uh, we have the true 34 bubble hash uh, coming out in a couple of weeks, the freeway Rick Ross bubble hash too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's coming out. Uh, and then we're doing um, rosin uh, off the hash. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Keith in the lab as well. Big thing is I'd say in about, call it 4 to 6 weeks we'll have the CO2 extraction up and running mm. so that's when we'll start doing distillate Crazy vape carts bro. edibles all <laughs> yeah. that stuff yeah the machine so. was big bro <laughs> it's a big machine yeah, yeah. So it was a large
1: expensive machine yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah i mean i'll definitely say as someone that has used hash uh, not consistently i've used it a couple times yeah. um and people who don't know what it like it's literally like I don't know how to explain it.
0: Consistency you talking about? Or? Yeah, it's like a
1: powdery consistency. Yeah. But I had, I bought one and it lasted me like two months. Right, right. Yeah, you don't need a lot. You don't uh, need a lot. Yeah. I used to just sprinkle it on uh, you know, yep. on well, a
0: joint. What was the test? The Truth 34 that we have.
1: What's that test? 77%. Mean? That's crazy, Seventy-three,
2: seventy-seven 77% I think it was. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it's, it's valuable. If you want to make, like imagine you get a bad batch of weed or something.
2: You sprinkle. A little. You remember it, too. And you, But and then you want to boost it up. But then it's like, you know
1: what? This is really not good. So mm. I'm going to make it better. Yeah. And it works just like that. Was right. that? Yeah.
2: First time I ever tried it was right down the road at uh, uh, Summit Lounge. Um, okay. Shout out to Summit Lounge. Oh, word. Uh, and it was our stuff. It was just the first time I was I had a chance to try it. it was actually at the Summit Lounge what? with uh, well, actually at the the event with we had with uh, our partners over there at Hubcraft. Yeah, Hubcraft. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Jill was there that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. The Jill was there that <laughs> night. That's right. Um, you pass it to her, bro. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> that might be because of the bubble. Hash. Yeah. That's crazy. So that was uh, the first time you had hash. It was. It was your own hash. My own hash. It was the first time that's I had insane. it. Uh, and it was true 34. Yeah.
0: Yo words. So what about like the talent for that? Cause you know, obviously you weren't in the lab with the wrist work. No. So I think I met the gentleman that you probably
2: did. right. Yeah. You met Joe. Um, so, so Josh Turner, who's our head of cultivation, he also has experience in the extraction side. So he oversees gotcha. the whole production yeah. side of things. Yeah. So nothing comes out with a brand branded label on it, whether it's Green Meadows, True 34, something else, um, that doesn't get through him first, right? right. So there's quality first and foremost. Um, Joe has an, sorry, Josh has an extraction manager named Joe Tartakov. Joe is basically overseeing everything that's made in there, right? Mm. So whether that's the hash, the rosin, the, the keef, everything that we're going to make a uh, solventless side, mm. uh, or eventually the, the solvent-based concentrates as well. So Joe's going to be running that um i forget where he was before green meadows mm. hopefully an extraction lab <laughs> uh, um, but uh, but yeah no i mean between what we got going on in the lab we got the the cultivation teams uh rolling out a bunch of new strains um uh, so you know things are humming right now in the back of the house yeah, work, man, work, work. yeah. exciting
1: so what's your favorite part about being an owner honestly <laughs>
2: uh um it's a good question one i actually don't get asked that often um Favorite part about being an owner is, is actually, it's two part, right? It's not just being an owner, it's being a part of the company too, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not just the owner that's walking the halls saying, you know, how you doing today? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, I'm there working my ass off too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, after I'm done here, I'm going back to the office for a bit. I'll be there tonight. So okay. you know the same the same game, right? It's, yeah. it's all a hustle. <laughs> <You're telling me. laughs> um, so I think the best part about it for me is that I get that perspective of, all right, I own this. This is something that's got my name on the door, you know, and, and, and it's going out there with, with my, you know, with me all over it basically right yeah so I want to be proud of everything that we represent and and how we do that whether that's social media the product itself the in-store experience Um, and so being able to be an integral part of that but also you know owning all of that um, I think that's the, the best part for me um, we've tried to maintain a real family business feel to things uh, I like to say like we're less a family business more a business family like when we walk in the door, it's like you go between the lines on a football field right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we're all about success Serious. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely um, yeah. when my dad's in the shop I call him Bob like <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying hey, dad. dad like that we'll no, make a no. weird no <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just it's you know it's business we're there we're there for a reason so how, how involved is your dad he was more involved on the early side of the, of, uh, of the licensing process and everything, getting the business kind of up and running, right? Mm-hmm. So he was original CEO. Um, we've since moved him to chairman, yeah. right? Um, he, his profession, he's an author. You know, he wrote a book really? about our family. He's written six or That's, seven books. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious, bro? Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's an That's author crazy. by trade. Uh, and so right now, actually, his focus is more company evolution, what we're doing in the future. So mm-hmm. he's focused on Connecticut right now. Mm. Uh, looking at, you know, sites that are happening there, where we might want to go. Because we, we are, you know, I live in Connecticut. It's where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, so we do plan to move into Connecticut, um, mm. as well as expanding within Massachusetts. So that, wow. that's where his focus is right now. Have you thought so, about writing a book about cannabis? There is a book in the works. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to bring out the secret. No, anymore. no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I can tell you, I mean, you can guess, right? But it's it's basically about cannabis it's about um being new to an industry uh and it's about what cannabis can bring which is also let's be honest there's a lot of money in cannabis right yeah uh so the book is called green okay. uh, and it's still in development so i won't ruin any other <laughs> secrets Damn, or surprises. we gotta get your dad on this too, <laughs> he's man. yeah he, he's the guy i trot out on the airwaves all the time I'm sorry you had to go with the, the b-lister today no so, no, yeah, no no dude no, no <laughs> but we cool. can come back you know he's not yeah far. no i mean I, honestly
0: i didn't uh I mean, until we asked the question, didn't realize how involved the family was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, that's cool. Let alone an author, man. Because we believe in content, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Book is content.
1: <laughs> and, and I think it's cool because you talk to me about all the time, how you wish your family could be involved. Right. Which would help. I mean, I feel like your family being there makes it easy to... I mean, it's not easy to come work, because I'm sure sometimes you guys argue and stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, but it's like, we're doing this together. We have the same mission. Uh, no one's, you know behind so to say and we're all working hard to do the same goal so mm. i think that's extremely cool yeah
0: well it's all it's also the support of the family too man like there are a lot of people that i know that are talented in this space and they tend to be um what's the word that i'm looking for but like there's this notion that like if your parents disapprove of what you're doing and you're not working at your full capacity at least i know that for me sure for a while my mom all the times that she found weed in the crib, you know what I'm saying? As a teenager, to the point where she sees that, like, this is serious and now we're open. Like, she fully supports it. She's still like, I post shit on Instagram where I'm like smoking. She's like, oh, you know, your mom's watching, but like deep down South, she supports it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a big, uh, uh, like, a catapult to actually want to progress and do this where there's some people i know that are super talented and like you know their parents still hate that they smoke weed yeah you know what i'm saying i and totally it's get crazy it. to that that we still live in that kind of world like yeah. where there's a whole generation that like still has this notion that like it takes time
1: man. yo it takes time. Bro, imagine yo. if people was thinking about alcohol back in the day yeah exactly. like, no way
0: well yeah. i mean for good reason though you have people killing each other I mean, and listen, like you know bro. beating I mean, their wives like listen, what's the worst that's gonna happen <laughs> You have a bad breakup, you're like, F it. I don't care about her anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, 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 it is a cure for a breakup. A minor cure. Yeah, we,
2: yeah. We, through it. Yeah. <laughs> we went through it, though, too. Like, when we, again, sat as a family around the kitchen table and decided we want to do this, it was not, like, 100% right. in, right? Where it was grandma, but then, you know, right. I have an aunt who's a nun, you know, like that, oh that God, didn't man. exactly sit well there. Right. So, you yeah. know, we again, all respect and all love, of course. Right. Um, right. but you know, it was kind of how are we going to do this and support this mission? So, right. Right. you know, there are people that said, you know, how can you, you know, you're the patent family, right? You're uh, American history, all this. And, and how can you do that and, and create cannabis now? Well, there's a mission behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there's, there's, you talk to especially the veterans. So you talk to the veterans that come by our store and tell their stories. Uh, it, mm. Cannabis is a byproduct of, of why they're, you know, into this and, and why they're into this culture, you know, mm. it just is.
1: Dude, let me ask you a question yeah. real quick. So, I don't want yeah, to cut you no, off. I'll no, go, no, go, go for it. it. We need a quick commercial break All right. and oh, we'll go. come back on the other half and talk about <laughs> yeah, more let's amazing go. things about cannabis let's go, let's and go. the Patton family. Let's go. Okay, and welcome back to the second half of the episode with Rob Patton here after speaking about many things that have to do with cannabis, his yeah. family in the mil- uh, me, military mm-hmm, and yeah. so many, so many other things. Yeah, yeah. Thank you and enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. So the second half here. So Rob, you know, speaking of the military yep. and you had mentioned that you and your brothers did not go, but your, your dad was, was or no, he was didn't, not, so no. he's an, he's an author. Yep. So how did that lineage like stop with military <laughs> and why?
2: <laughs> no, that's a good question. Um. So. Yeah, no, I mean, grandfather was a two-star general. Great-grandfather was a four-star general. You can go back to uh, American Revolution. All the lineage of patents fought, right? right? So definitely was interesting that it stopped. Right. Um, what I do say, though, when people ask me this, um, for every one of those gentlemen... Um, it was a personal choice, right? Right. It was their personal choice. It was never pressure from a father, a family member, anyone else, right? It was their personal choice to do it. Mm. I'm sure that there was pressure brought on by like my grandfather, of course, with the fame that my great grandfather had, he probably felt something internally that, you know, he didn't share broadly about that calling, if you will. But Mm. for them, it was that it was a calling. Um, So I think, you know, you you go through that. And then uh, my grandfather had five kids, so my dad has four siblings. Mm. Uh, the oldest is George V, um, and he's actually special needs. So um, that was kind of it. It was kind of the first son, usually, a George that went into the military. So him having a, a syndrome called Fragile X, um, you know, wasn't possible for him to do it. Gotcha. And then also, I think, you know, my dad's generation grew up um, seeing Vietnam soldiers coming home and getting spit on right. and getting reviled by, you know, the, the citizens of the country that, you know, World War II, World War One, you rally around those troops. Vietnam was different. Right. Um, uh, so I think it was just, you know, it was a little bit different kind of growing up within that and seeing what that did to people. Mm. Um, and it was just a different kind of culture. So for us, you know, for my brothers, for, for my dad, uh, it was always a personal choice, you know, and, and again, military was always around, mm. you know, um, whether it was, uh, you know, coming to the house or we were going to military events, we we're going to army football games, like stuff like that. Mm. we were always involved with it, but, um, just, you know, never had that personal calling. All right,
0: yeah. right. No, that's great, man. That's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I just, you see it so often that it's just kind of gets passed down. Yeah. So the fact that you guys get into entrepreneurship, what about like your grand, well, you didn't mention that your grandfather
1: was, grandfather was, got out. Yeah, no, he man, was a
2: two-star general and he retired in 1980 and then started the farm in 81. Man, yeah, that's a crazy story. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the entrepreneurial,
1: entrepreneurial spirit is what led, that like, continue with the family. Right. And that's I feel like it music- still has some, military backgrounds yeah, and some sure. you know, structure, so it all works out, I feel well, like.
0: Well, dude, you you know, um, American business is, you know, when we say, you know, officers? Yeah, yeah,
2: where do yeah. you think that comes from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, like, the yeah. military. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, the question I get too a lot is like, okay, you guys are doing cannabis. What do you think General Patton would say about that? Right. Right? And of course, like, you know, back in 1944, back in <laughs> right. you know, when my grandfather was general and, and when my great-grandfather was general, yeah, no way cannabis would be approved by them. Right. But it was a different time. Right. But I will say that they were both trailblazers, right? They right. were both kind of did things their own way and always did things in support of veterans. Like, right. That was first and foremost. Um, I, I really saw that firsthand at my grandfather's funeral at Arlington National Cemetery with right. the number of, veterans that, that served under him that yeah. came to that, right? That's where I kind of understood for the first time in my life, oh shit, like this guy had a life outside of being my grandpa, right. and, it, and it was probably bigger yeah, than being yeah. my grandpa could ever be, right? And that's big to me, right. but for everyone else that, that he touched, like that was, his, that was his core, that was what my family did. Right. Um, so I think that's part of why, you know, it's kind of, kind of been ingrained in us that, you know, we wanna give back, we almost, that's right. the calling, is I have to find a way to give back.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, well you're doing your part with supporting while being, you know, forefront for veterans. Cause even if we look at the VA nowadays, you think they're getting prescriptions for cannabis? <laughs> no, not right. We have a veteran on our team, man. Yeah. You know what I mean, he's our, our, our chief security officer and compliance guy. Yeah. And he did some, he did some time uh, as, a, as a, a Marine and you yep. know, you know, there's just things that, you know, they go through cannabis can help. Absolutely. still, you know psilocybin mean? can help, but you think they're okay with that? No, they just want to push out those totally synthetics dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hundred
2: percent right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no and look we we try to you know, not just say we're here for veterans because of the patent name, right? Like right. 15% of our staff are veterans. Wow, that's mm. a huge number. Bro. Yeah. Um, we have the most aggressive medical discount for veterans in the state of Massachusetts. Right. Like 30% every day, 40% twice a month. Wow. The twice a month is on the 11th of every month to relate to Veterans Day in November. Right. And on the 22nd of every month, because 22 veterans a day commit suicide.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. And,
2: and that number's actually grown, um, but we're still sticking with the 22. But yeah, I mm. mean, that like, wow, there, there's elements of our business that... Um, you know it's just naturally that we want to tie into it. actually this month February black history Month we're doing a promotion at green Meadows, um, so black owned and black supported brands and and uh, and businesses in Massachusetts that were carrying at Green Meadows, including Major Bloom, any purchases of those products, we're donating a portion of proceeds to the Black Veterans Project at the end of the month. Wow. Right. So yeah, it's it's uh, we want to tie it into veterans any way we can, but wow. you know this this it's a bigger mission than just that
0: too. No, absolutely. Do you know any any you're the old man in the, the military? No, no,
1: no. My grandfather was <laughs> grandfather in, in Africa. You know, he did some military things in Africa oh, um, <laughs> back in the day, and like I, you know, related to your story talking about like. I thought my grandfather was just a smooth looking dude you know what i'm saying and then like i went to this funeral it. and it was like the craziest stories it's and i'm like, like how B. did B. you Tupac even do dad. this <laughs> you know it's I'm I'm like, crazy yeah <laughs> it's crazy so yeah. i yeah. And he didn't tell those stories when he when you were nah, sitting on his never, knee, growing up i never yeah. talked about it. he just yeah. had waves and yeah waves. Choked. like you know what i'm saying he just chilled. like he was like a jerry curl bro nah he didn't have a jerry curl yeah my grandfather
2: did Oh <laughs>
1: nah, yeah. No, just my right. dad did a little bit though. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, but you know. Yo, that's a legend. That's he fire. Yeah, Waves, bro. Really. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh man. Um. So you did talk about veterans, and yeah. so for me, we talked a little bit earlier about sports before we yeah. um, mm-hmm. started, and I honestly think that wherever sports goes, the rest of the country goes. Right. Yeah. Example-wise, it's military. COVID. NFL. NFL. What? Like yeah. even when the COVID shut down, NBA shut down, and then the rest of the world shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. <laughs> so. I obviously I did a little research. We talked a little bit about it. Um the NFL is doing like they're investing a million dollars into cannabis North. It's not research. enough. It's
2: not enough. <laughs> no Put your money in. I, I'll, I'll second it. Not enough. <laughs> for <laughs> not for, enough
1: for, for pain relief for players. <laughs> yeah. And we have a girl who works there who um was married into the military. Okay. Mm. Um and she talked about how they really don't have the most flexibility when it comes to cannabis, especially, you know, during duty and mm. a lot of those things can really help.
2: Sure.
1: So with the NFL trying to help, do you think that any of these rules would change, especially for the military, especially because there are so many veterans that play football?
2: Right. right. Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, you can almost even tie in like law enforcement to that, right? Mm. Like there's, the, you know, the, you just can't touch it. Um, again, anything that we move forward with as a country on that front is still going to have to be highly regulated for what it is. So, um, I, I do think you're right. Sports does kind of lead the way within our culture, uh, within, you know, even business practices, political practices, right. It's got a, such a heavy influence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that, um, even a symbolic gesture that the NFL is making towards towards that will be a good first step towards opening that up more broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think it will change in our lifetime. Um, I can't say when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, But, mm. you know, I, I think it will change and, and go towards that. We're starting to see that too with at least retired athletes, right? Gary Payton, mm. Paul Pierce. Um, so, you know, you, you've got that kind of foundation. Mike Tyson just came out with a brand, right? So, like that, that's the athletics is, is a part of cannabis yeah. already. Mm. Um, Green Meadows, actually, we just struck a partnership with the Woo Sox, um, Okay. Um, Did you really? Right down the street. Yeah. So, the Woosocks and, and the Woosocks Foundation over there. Um, we're actually going to be putting up all around the stadium that you're going to see about, I think it's 60 or 70 light poles around the stadium that have Green Meadows flags all around them. What, Mm. dude?
0: Um... You chip, you get us in on that deal, bro? You in our block, bro. This is our neighborhood.
1: We've got, that's
2: true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's so up, bro? You'll see some flags of ours. But, yeah, uh, you're going to see uh, my I, flags too, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: right, right over here. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. 76 Millbury Street, Worcester, Mass. Yeah. I have to yeah. plug us
2: in. That's part of my job. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's dope, though, bro. Dope. But no, yeah, we'll go to some games. I got some box seats too, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, but that, that's what I mean. Like, you're seeing these organizations, whether it's, you know, I think there's an arena football team in Mass that's got to resonate, is Brandon that, there you yeah. sponsoring them right now, right? You've got uh, now minor league baseballs, you know, dipping their toe into it. So I think you'll start to see those dominoes fall. And, yeah, I think the NFL will follow. So, I mean, even, was it Percy Harvin, I think, just came out, um, you know, retired a couple years ago, said he took cannabis before every game just because mm-hmm. of anxiety, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, like, stories like that can only help progress, you know, the cannabis within athletics and other, other areas. Yeah, I mean, I think it's remarkable because while reading
1: the article, it was an ESPN article, by mm-hmm. the way, um it talked about how a lot of it took it's been taking so long with sports because a lot of the owners Mm. who are the you know cannabis company owners and stuff like that they're afraid of the nfl finding information that would negate what they you know we use people use cannabis we talk about for pain sometimes and stuff like that and if the nfl finds out that it's really not for pain it can be a bad image, but I, 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 I have belief in, in cannabis, and I believe yeah. that it, it will be fine. But that was one of the reasons why they gave. What? Because of the
2: imaging? Well, well, because if, if the NFL uncovers something that cannabis isn't as good as it could be. Exactly. Right? I think, you know, there's the uh, belief in it. There's, okay? the, there's yeah. the anecdotal evidence that exists in the U.S. There's not enough scientific research in the mm-hmm. U.S., but... You know, Israel's like leading the way right now, I think, with medical research and right. cannabis and there's there's good stories coming out of there for things it can treat. Um, mm. you know, we do have relatively concrete evidence that as far as weaning people off of opioids, mm. it works, right? So should it be highly re- regulated? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's still a drug. Yeah, you know, it still is mm-hmm. what it is, but Open up the access to it. Make sure people can get it and can experience it, uh, and do it in a safe, controlled way.
0: Man, don't make claims. Don't be concerned
1: about the image of you know what I mean. I told you, sports run run, run America. It yes. does. Like, come on. Think about how much people are gonna watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. I, I we can, can't we can, wait. We can go <laughs> got Josh not, Allen on the podcast. You got, you exactly. Gotta, I need the information <laughs> on what happened. I need yes. to know what happened <laughs> in the last
2: 13 seconds of the AFC Championship yeah, or yeah. division. Yeah. Wait, I who mean, is Josh? Who is Josh Allen? Oh my lord! I gotta,
1: I gotta, I gotta get you involved is, because you're
2: the, the football guy, here?
0: bro. You. You know my, I've been ten toes down here for the I last know. four years, bro. I know. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. busting your. <laughs> I mean, you know,
1: Tom Brady retired at least. Yeah, that. I can't, get, I can't avoid <laughs> yeah. being here in freaking Massachusetts, bro. Yeah.
0: You know?
1: Um. So we talked a little bit about the good about owning a dispensary sure. and owning a medical company. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are some of the bad things?
2: Mm. Um. Some of the bad things. I mean, it, it's it's all self-inflicted is what I would say, right? It's the pressure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be a, a force for positive change and for good. It's the pressure to succeed. It's the pressure to produce quality product that people can enjoy. It's the pressure to, um, that again, that I put on myself and my team to say, you know, this is the brand that we're putting out there. This is the product that stands behind it. And, and we're proud of that through and through, right? Like, so that's, that's to me the, the bad. Um, you know, the the up all hours of the night and working your ass off on the weekends and all that. That's, that's I signed up for that. So I'm not going to say that that's bad. Mm. You know, that that's part of the gig. Mm. All right.
1: It's um, did you have any, so I am part of the marketing team, as you can see. Yeah. I help market this place. <laughs> Absolutely. So do a bunch of other people here. <laughs> what is some advice you would give as someone who's been in marketing for so long mm-hmm. on and no secrets,
2: obviously. Yeah, you, got, yeah. you got your own secrets, but there's no <laughs> secrets. I steal <laughs> everything. Yeah. By the way, props to you. This is I love this whole setup. Oh, I appreciate it. It's you know, no, sorry. no, I listen too. Props bro. to both of yeah. you. Props yeah. to both of you. Absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna to rip off, I'm gonna rip off like 90% of this yeah. word, He word, word. said that the first time we met, bro. <laughs> it's no problem. I hope you set it up too. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Just know where the help.
0: Just know where the origin is, bro. Of course, I'll
2: say 76 Millbury Street every podcast
0: episode. Dude, it's funny because our website is crazy and I see people start copying our website. Website and I'm like, all right, we know it's a it's a replica. But <laughs> <So, laughs> well, yeah, what were you? At? Sorry, yeah,
1: What are some of the you know talking points that you believe marketing. are mm-hmm. valuable for people who are marketing, especially in the cannabis industry mm-hmm. and in any business, anyways? Because you want to be able to help people
2: in general, not just cannabis. So yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I think there's a there's this kind of mantra that that I think of, uh, and I've kind of talked to my team a a good amount about, and it's not, again, it's not anything new. It's been replicated before, but there's the the what and the why within marketing, right? You can explain what something is, what it does, what effects it gives, you know, how you ingested it. I would include in that. Then there's the why of why you would do those things. It's going to make me sleep better. It's going to make me feel better. It's going to get me high, whatever. That's fine. And if you can do, if you can navigate and understand and identify those two things, marketing should focus on the why. You want to talk to the core of why someone does something. Mm. But the challenge that we have as marketers and that we have as cannabis marketers specifically is why that person specifically? Like why me? Why do I wanna use cannabis? I being the 24 know, year old girl coming out of the gym who comes by in the morning or the 76 year old veteran who swings by in the afternoon. Why does that person wanna come here and talk to me about cannabis? So when I've got my guest service associates on the retail floor have someone come up to them and we haven't seen them before, the first thing we do is ask questions that help us understand more about that person, because then mm-hmm. we can guide them towards what it is that's going to be best for them that day, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, there's going to be the, the person that comes in and says, "What's the highest THC you got?" That's all <laughs> I want, right? I'm like, sure, we got that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's right, right up there on the menu. Terrible question. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so it is a terrible, terrible question, and we can do a whole nother episode <laughs> yeah. just about that. Oh my God. Um, But we've got countless people that come in and say, "I've tried it before." I didn't really know how I felt or I had half a cookie and I got way too high. What should I do? Right. And so helping that person navigate, that's the really enriching part of what we do. And if, if, as marketers, if you can proactively put that message out there without having that interaction and say like, this is how we operate, this is how we introduce people to cannabis or get people to evolve in using cannabis. Mm. That's a really powerful tool. And so, and you're right. I mean, we joked about the THC thing, but there's a whole element of cannabis that's just, you know, we know, we all know we need to educate people about it. Right. Mm. You know, forget THC and CBD, forget indica sativa, you know, how about the other minor cannabinoids? How about, how about (laughs) terpenes? Right, exactly. How about terpene content? Um, so that's, that's where I think there's, there's content education, but then there's, uh, personality and experience education that goes alongside that. And that's, that's a really difficult thing to do. So I'm figuring, trying to figure it out every day.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Maybe as you were talking through that and you being a marketer, do you give your, your associates, like, particular things to say when someone walks in like what why are you here today yeah well actually (laughs) we do do. so i I did i
2: literally did a sales exercise with my team right and it was sell me a rubik's cube right and like i showed a picture of a rubik's cube and i was like sell me this right And they were you know do you want to play a game do you want to have a little fun like Mm. okay great that's what it is like i can have fun with it but why like then someone latched on to like well do you want to sharpen the tools in your brain right Right? and so they all tried to sell it to me in different ways Mm. not one of them asked me a question first about why i might want to buy it right Right? so that is the first thing we do is we ask questions we typically have like five things that we ask Mm. why do you want to use cannabis have you used it before so learning these little data points about these people so we can say okay Mm. i know i'm going to stay away from edibles Uh, and you've had some experience with flour but did you even know seltzers existed in the cannabis space let's Mm. introduce you to that right Mm. like stuff like that um so we we try to learn and have part of make it personal and and fun and Mm. stuff like that doesn't have to be like a survey of like exactly those things but uh yeah no that that's all
0: part of it for sure dude that's dope that's dope what um i was thinking about oh the number one product at your spot that's selling green meadows organic flour War
2: hurt any particular strain? The double chocolate? Uh, no, actually, Skittles Glue has just Ooh, taken the lead. Word. So Skittles Glue, uh, cross between Skittles and GG4, and uh, just recently launched the eighths. Pre rolls are coming out in a matter of weeks, and uh, and so that's that's been absolutely fire lately. Um, God, I mean, there's a lot of. I, I'll give a nod Fernway. Uh, their their vapes really move real fast. Wow, yeah. man, that's crazy. I can't keep them in stock fast enough. Are you serious? Yep,
0: a one gram or a half gram.
2: Uh, the half grams typically have moved better, but people (laughs) go for the ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I, I I feel like we're growing towards an audience that is going towards that vapes, vapes a little bit, bro. but it's a slow grind for us because where we are, bro, a a lot of people are flower smokers here. Well, that's, I mean, that's good that you recognize that
0: because our data proves vapes have surpassed edibles really? here yeah and it's numbered oh edibles, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so, so i mean yeah. well yeah i mean we, we consider pre-rolls and flower kind of like one category sure. yeah, you know yeah. What i mean those will flip back and forth from time right yeah. right but like more traditionally you know get we're getting there yeah, yeah, Vapes yeah, yeah. Are the number two
1: you can definitely tell from when people are walking in here i mean i'm I'm here all the time people walk in first thing is i first thing i ever ask is what like what are you looking for mm-hmm because I, I don't know, I can't tell you, hey, this is the best thing. Someone's what's like, what's the things that made me the highest? Yeah. That's different for everybody. yeah So, mm. I mean, if you know what you're looking for, it works. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people do that here, too. Yeah. Mm. I
2: think the thing with vapes, though, specifically is, what was it? Uh, six, seven years ago, like Vapegate, all the black market vapes with, like, people's lungs yeah, were getting Sarah, sick. Sarah. And everything. Six, seven
0: years? Bro, that was two years ago. <laughs> two years ago? Well, I think bro, I, I, that was two so years ago. So it's funny
2: because for
1: you, yeah. the timeline will be different from, I know it to be the same thing, but. I was in New York at the time. And so in that, med- with medical and yeah. recreational, it's a different ball game. I feel like, I don't know if medical got theirs back sooner. For vapes? Yeah, or did it come at the same time? Nah, they
0: were all banned, bro. It was everyone banned, everyone yeah. had to put their joints in, in quarantine. Really? December uh, nineteen. Mm. Yes.
2: Was it that early? Bro, it was,
0: it was not that long. Really. That wasn't yeah, long ago. Was, yeah. Uh
2: No, I guess you're right. I mean, I just remember people got... Got their vapes on the black market and people yeah. getting sick, lung issues, going to the doctor Dude, and they shut it down.
0: Cut cut vapes with vitamin E, which oh, is Jesus. like lotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, You're not supposed to vape lotion. I'm a, no. I'm a, I'm a minor conspiracy theorist. Of what? Minor.
2: Yeah, minor. Well, yeah. I want to dig into that. But yeah, yeah what? <laughs> conspiring, bro?
1: But, I mean, for people to... The black market vapes, which I'm sure they're they're dangerous anyways, yeah. right. but to get those off the streets and be able to just focus on the you know, regulated, the regulated ones. Right. I mean, it it, it does help. You know what I'm saying? Bro, yeah. yeah it, does. it does help. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: I personally will never, no. maybe, maybe once I've had a vape that was from, without a COA. No, no, no chance in hell. Then, and then, and then I see my homie make it and I'm like, bro, that looks like tar. I'm not smoking.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: All right. So we're towards the end of the show. Word, all right. Word. We talked a little bit earlier. Yep.
2: Super Bowl pick. Yo! You know. um, head says Rams. All the stars, the core that they've got there. Uh, so, Head would say Rams. But Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. And <laughs> and he's got T and Jamar, so he can throw it up. They can go get it. Uh, can that defense slow down the Rams? I don't know. Now Stafford's arm didn't look great all postseason, so you got to – I'm going to say, you want me to make a pick? Yeah. Uh, I'm going – Rams 31, Bengals 28, overtime victory. Okay. What? Okay. That would be an
1: absolutely great game. Yeah. Why not? I'm absolutely. rooting for a great game. I mean, yeah. I'm a Giants fan. So. So, so it's funny. And it's funny you said that too, because I feel like this situation reminds me a bit of the Patriots. in the Rams, bro. Playing the Giants. Oh. Playing the Giants. Giants went on the road. A huge underdog. Yep. Yeah. And they just caught fire. On the road, in the playoffs. They won all those games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the miraculous will happen. Yeah. I am not a gambling man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, maybe online a little bit, but I'm really not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we can head down to Foxwoods tonight. Uh, listen, yeah. we, can do, we can do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I believe Gerald Burrow, will, there's something about him that I just, yeah. I feel really, po- I mean, I know it's just a heart decision because I'm like, yeah. the Rams, and yeah. I do believe the Rams went through some real big trial tribulations trying to try beat the 49ers. Yeah. Like, you lost seven times in a row to the same team.
0: That's crazy.
1: Insane. Yeah. And you finally got over that hurdle. But did it take that much out of you? Like, that was their Super Bowl.
0: And this is the Bengals, you're saying? No, no, no. no, no, no the, Ram. the, the Rams. Rams the Rams Super Bowl
1: was.
2: Was last week. Yeah, last week. I mean, it's, it's pretty close. because the 49ers. They had to win that game. had to. seven in a row. Yes. Um, That's crazy. I mean, you could say that the Chiefs had that same thing happen. And their Super Bowl was the Bills. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Allen. Facts. Uh, <laughs> But their Super Bowls are Bills, then they came and blew that game against the Bengals. Yeah. Um no res- no disrespect to the Bengals. I mean they you know, they won the game, but let's be honest. It, yeah, it was it they, was they, they blew it. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, that, look, uh, my head is saying Rams win, but I again I'm saying it out loud and I'm like, I hope the Bengals win. All
1: right, well, <laughs> if I had to go to Foxes and Game I would pick the Rams because I'm go. not crazy.
2: When is the Super Bowl? Um February thirteenth. Two, two weeks
0: Yeah, not Sunday. just Sunday, the Sunday after. Yep, yeah, yep, that makes sense. Which is on Valentine's weekend? It is it's it's Sunday. Be a yeah, really no?
1: sad Valentine's
2: for everyone's <laughs> girlfriend, is. Or yeah. wife.
0: Everyone, everyone. everyone. I, I'm
2: hosting an event at the dispensary Sunday night. Are you really during kickoff, uh, buddy? That's this crazy. might be a little
1: decent idea for you, guy. Guy.
2: Yeah, I got plans. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I, I keep it quiet. I keep it <laughs> quiet. Yeah, no. We got, we got a bunch of actually organic cultivators coming by. <laughs> oh, to, wow. for Absolutely. a for a yeah. A well, you do
0: gotta have Harry come by for a tour. He actually wants to do one of these at a at a cultivation spot. Let's do it.
2: I think your spot the perfect, bro. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, no. Got, uh, everything's right on site with where we
1: are, so you yeah, can see yeah. the whole shot. Okay, all well, right, yeah. yeah. well, well, So Let's we'll definitely do... talk about that later. Sounds good. Um, and then one last thing, because I do care about you, you know, marketing your business. What is
2: the last thing you want to say to the listeners Listen. about you and your business? Sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, listeners have heard about the family story, the military legacy. That's great, and we're always going to represent that and be that and live that. But it's not just a brand on a label, right? There's really good product behind that too. Uh, and I think we didn't dig too much into it, but um, one big differentiator for us is uh, everything we do at Green Meadows is completely or- organic. Mm-hmm. So in an homage to my grandfather who grew when he retired in 81, um, completely organic, living soil, all organic inputs and nutrients, full spectrum LED lights. Um, so it is as close to an outdoor or true organic grow that you can get. Mm. Even on the extraction side, no butane, right? CO2 and ethanol only. Um, all organic principles so everything that we do and we think not only is it cleaner safer better for you and for the environment but mm. it's also better um, a better high it's a better experience it's a better smoke i second that absolutely yeah and that was from something i, I smoked like
1: five years ago right and i still looking for it <laughs> it was organic yeah it yeah. might have been from you guys i don't you know. know five years ago bro, we we're doing some r&d back we then. just
0: got the double chocolate bro <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, it was like two weeks ago dude <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no but it, was, it was it was very
2: good nice yeah. that's good to
1: hear I, I it felt much cleaner yeah it felt much more yeah, like absolutely uh, for me everything i do even like i haven't changed the way i eat yeah yeah I, I try yeah you know i still love pizza mm-hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know It's very important what I put in my body. Absolutely. So hearing that what you guys do is all organic Mm is peace of mind for me. Yeah, I'd
2: love you to come see it. My my brother um, does not smoke a ton. Does, of course, but does not smoke a ton. And whenever he does, always coughs, right? Always coughing. Tried our first organic strain when it came out. Completely smooth. Wow. And so he was an immediate convert. Um, yeah. He's also the CEO, so he kind of had yeah. that. But, um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that that was just like, oh, wow, all right, this actually makes a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, all the terpenes are still there. All the flavors and effects are still there that you want. But it just, there's something different about it, and uh, we're pretty fired up about it.
0: Yeah, well, you can get you can get Green Meadows at, at Major Bloom, you 76 can. and Millberry Street. Up. That's right. We're going to keep growing that variety from them for sure, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. So,
1: it's dope. So, as always, well, probably not always. I do it sometimes. <laughs> uh, this is the end of the show. Ulysses, uh, did you have anything you want to share
0: with No, you? man. Just It's cool to have uh, you guys are the first organic bud here. Yeah. So, I think it's important to highlight that. And, you know, maybe on the next round we can dig more into... What it means to be organic because not many people are doing it for sure not even just the living soil man even the living soil
2: there's a couple that are claiming it out there right now um i would say let's open up the hood and take a look let's go you know why not man you know let's let's show it
0: well we'll start with the authentic bro we'll come to you you before we start calling people out that works (laughs) i like that
1: yeah Yeah. well let's 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 give our guests a round of applause yes Uh yeah yeah, my dude thank you you guys it's a natural we didn't even put any music and I know you didn't realize I did. it. I did. Of you course did. I did, bro. I, fought, I, fought I a thought you, were,
2: right you, were, you had I was it going up to at first. We got into
1: it. You know, no, I didn't want to cool. ruin the that's The cool. flow was too
2: good. The flow was too good. <laughs> no doubt. No. No, so, I appreciate yeah. it, guys. Thank you very much for having yeah, me. Yeah, of Thank course, you. bro. Thanks and for joining
1: sure. And let's infuse influence.
2: Holler at me later. Let's go.